What's up, wrestling fans? This is episode 33 of the Basement Bookers podcast. This is Rich. That's Jerry. Here I am. Yeah, there he is. Again. Wearing his I'm a Nerd shirt. Nobody needs to know what my shirt says. Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Fucking came Your shirt out. says you like fucking blueberry muffins and titties. Where'd you get that shirt? There's no blueberry muffins on my shirt. What are you talking about? Exactly. I'm making it up. Okay. No one cares. Who cares about shirts? Thankfully... We're wearing shirts. Indeed, because otherwise this would be a completely different kind of podcast. And I don't even want to get into that. Anyway, so we're going to jump into the news this week, even though it's uh, kind of a short week. We are recording on Thursday, just so you know, because uh, one of us has a scheduling issue. But shit happens. Um, Alright, so sad news. Um, WWE has chosen not to exercise the option to renew ring announcer Justin Roberts' contract. Set because I thought he was great. Yes, who who else can do a better John Cena intro? The Fink, that's who. But Fink. he can't do it anymore. He could, but... Well, he could, but he's old now. It'll take too long to get to the ring. They can't afford him. He's a legend. He is a legend. Uh, there were rumors going around that said that uh, Justin Roberts was seen yelling at Michael Cole during Raw. And even someone said that um, Justin Roberts flipped off Michael Cole. But JBL has stated that that is not the case. There was no argument. There's no time for an argument during Raw. No, because Michael Cole's too fucking busy yeah. to be dicking around. Exactly. Um, it's said as of right now that it was just a situation where his contract expired and they couldn't come to terms on a new deal. They wanted more money. They didn't want to pay more. Or they wanted to pay less. Nah, you want to be I don't think any... Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Think about it. You're on the road, you know, X amount of time a year. So you want... Your time is valuable. You know what I mean? So you want what due to you. You know what I mean? Everybody does. Right, but... You don't want to get paid less, you know, than you feel you deserve. Right. Especially time should equal pay. I agree, but then again, I mean, if you think about it, he's on the road as much as the wrestlers. But, obviously, he's not doing as much work as they are. Do you know what's happening here? What? We're defending a guy. All he has to do is walk into the squared circle and announce. Yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> you can't defend him? I can't. Because he's living, he was living his dream. He was. You know, he even so. Sa- he even said so. He, really, he released a statement and he's just thanking everyone. He specifically thanks Vince McMahon. He thanks Michael Cole. He thanks, like, everybody because he was living his dream. Like I that. mean, he's living his dream. But damn him for not responding to my tweet when I spotted him on WWE Network for only nine ninety nine a month. Uh, as a fan in the stands at an episode of Nitro. Damn it. It's okay, man. We wish him well in his... Future endeavors. Well, he'll be fine. And TNA probably needs a... That reminds me. It probably won't pay enough. I watched last night. Did you? I did. Is that a part of your news? It's not. Oh. It's not news that you watched TNA last night? I think it qualifies. Okay. I wasn't... I mean, I kind of feel like I missed all the best shit. I missed all the shit that, that was recorded at uh, the Hammerstein. 
uh, the Manhattan Center, if you will. Would you care to share your experience with the listeners? Um, alright. Uh, show opened up with talking, so that much hasn't changed. In Who the, was talking? Uh, Kurt Angle, he's the director of something that's not operations, but means the exact same thing. He's Kane? He's Kane. Okay. He's cocaine. Cocaine. He's Excellent. Co-Kurt. Wasn't he on coke? Mm. No, it was painkillers. Yeah, painkillers. Apologies. So, so do you have any news about him not being about him being offered a deal that you could segue into? I do. <laughs> so I'll segue to that. We'll I will skip the TNA thing. Okay. I thought you were done. But oh no. Okay, what happened after Kurt? All right. So he. I mean, I could recap the show. Or no, you don't have to go fully into it. But just the interesting, the highlights. It can't. I can't imagine it's that much. Here's the thing. It was pretty much same as it was when I stopped watching. Except new characters, Bobby Lashley's back, and they're calling him the Destroyer. Oh, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like that? Yeah, and he's, oh. he's the champ, too. So. He's already Black Lesnar, and they're making it worse. Uh, he doesn't have a mouthpiece, so it's about as good as when Brock talks by himself. Um, well, I'd imagine he's a little bit better of a talker than Brock. And there was a four... Kurt set up a four-way elimination match uh, to determine Lashley's number one contender. It was Bobby Roode versus Austin Aries versus Eric Young versus Jeff Hardy. So Jeff Hardy won? <sighs> no. Interesting. Jeff Hardy... Well, there was a double pin to eliminate the first two guys. And who... Jeff, uh, Bobby Roode and Austin Aries both pinned someone at the same time. The ref counted them both, and they're both out. So okay, so you don't remember who was pinned by... Okay. Not specifically, but the final two were Bobby Roode and Austin Aries. There was no shenanigans, which I was happy about. And the two of them, when they're together, they can put on a really good match. What I don't like about TNA Wrestling is that... You the can six-sided ring... No, I don't even really care about that, but it's that all the spot like there's a formula to all their matches. Like you spot, can see spot spot. Yeah, you can hold, see when spot, when one guy's spot. getting out of the way for these other two guys to start. Like cuz four way, right? These oh. two guys are fighting, they they knock each other out and then they just roll away from each other, away from the center of the ring so that the one guy that's on the outside can get the the one guy inside can hit the ropes and jump on the other guy. It's like Please, like, don't make it so obvious. There's that, and there's the ta- the Tower of Doom shit that they always do in in uh, matches with more than two people. Oh, it's like a suplex. Yeah, it know, was four people. Yeah, there's one guy on the rope on the turnbuckle. The two dudes are trying to double suplex. Power bomb guy. Yeah, no, the two dudes are trying to double oh. suplex, and then the fourth guy comes and power bombs the two of them, suplexing him, and the fans chant "Holy shit!" because they're fucking cheap. So when you hear holy shit, you hear bah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's just the same shit. But um, uh, Velvet's ass is still fantastic. There's a new chick rebel, she's part of the menagerie. Great. Okay. Great ass. I just feel like I missed all the good shit because over the past couple of months, it, like the Dudleys were back together. The Hardys were back together. They were doing tag team turmoil and shit with the Wolves. And You can't watch it like on their website or something? That requires effort, even if it's there. 
requires more effort than I want to put. I've been on vacation all week, and I haven't had time to do what I wanted to do, which is look some Kevin Steen videos, and Prince Devitt videos, and um, Kenta videos. Okay. I haven't done any of that shit. Okay, well, you're a busy guy. Playing WWE Supercard. That's your choice. That's my choice, goddammit. So, speaking of Kurt, despite rumors to the well, contrary... it sounds like you've got something to do. Yeah. Yeah, despite rumors to the contrary, he is not in negotiations with WWE to return to the company as an active in-ring performer. Uh, mm-hmm. the one, one theory going around is that if WWE did offer him a full-time contract, it was to dissuade him from signing because he doesn't want a fucking full-time wrestling He deal. wants a Brock Lesnar deal. Exactly. Um, also, as a note on that, for a while now, Vince has been against the idea of Kurt wrestling in WWE again due to his health concerns, and a lot of people feel the only plausible scenario is that WWE may be willing to allow him to return for a farewell run, as long as he's able to pass all wellness shit. I'll be fine, as long as he's not eating poppy seed bagels. Yeah. Like going to fucking Myanmar. Shit. Uh, news for you. Uh, WWE Studios film project involving Hulk Hogan, David Hasselhoff, and Ken Jeong, which was originally called Untitled Celebrity Deathpool, uh, it appears now that they're changing the name to Killing Hasselhoff. Oh. Definitely a much better ring to it. Yeah, it's got a good buzz for it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, you, well, is that straight to DVD or is it going to be in the movies? It doesn't say it. Oh. Because that's a good way to sell tickets. People love Hasselhoff. Especially German people. I don't know why. Uh, Is it because he's German? Is he? Hasselhoff? That's the only reason I can think of. He's got to be like their, you know, whoever our biggest celebrity is. I know you, the listener, can't see me, but I really don't think I could shrug anymore. What if Knight Rider is like the best shit over there? Knight Rider was a great show. What if they're just now getting Knight Rider? Oh, I sound like a dick, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's not Brazil. It's not Cuba. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Or Brazil. <laughs> yeah, or Brazil. Man, that shit that Chael Sonnen said about uh, the Nigeras. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It's fucking hysterical. Anyway. More he was afraid shit. of getting murdered for that. I would be, too. For that Brazil, you know, you're I talking mean, shit. Yeah, you say all that, and then you find out that they have TV and internet. Yeah, I'd be fucking scared for my life too. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> we're late to the party. <laughs> Chelson has this gag that he saw the uh, the Nagaras, uh, the Nagara twins, fucking trying to feed a bus a carrot and pet it like it's a fucking horse. Fucking hysterical. <laughs> all right, um, more movie shit. Uh, Dave Batista has reportedly signed on to play the lead villain in an upcoming James Bond movie, according to latinareview.com. Those movies are okay. That James Bond, he's pretty good. He's like a tough, he's like a tough James Bond. He's going to be playing an iconic villain, in, quote, in the tradition of Jaws and Odd Job. Oh, they're trying to make him the new, the new guy. I don't know odd job. But um He's got the hat and it's like bladed. Like Oh like uh Kung Lao? Yeah, but Kung Lao is a copy of him. He came first. Oh that's 
And it's not like, like yeah, right, that kind of right. has a small hat, one of those, like, old. I really never heard of this movie, Odd Job. He's a villain in. Okay, that's fine. Movie. I'm just saying. Like a henchman. He's not like a main guy. Okay. Alright, you can go on to the next thing. <laughs> what are you doing dicking around? I don't know. Um, Move it. According to the Calgary Sun, a documentary called, quote, The Owen Hart Foundation, a look back, is going to open the Monaco International Film Festival. The project was directed by Owen's widow, Martha Hart, and looks at the foundation's 15-year history of helping make a difference in the lives of people in, in Calgary in need, along with highlighting the effort that went into the foundation's creation. Good. So, not actually about Owen Hart at all, apparently. Speaking of the Hart family, at a uh, an independent show recently, Bret Hart and Earl Hebner buried the hatchet. In each other's backs. No. No. Into one of their backs. Like, no. they wanted to be the only one, and they hired Bret Hart to kill the other guy. No. Okay. Um, Bret called Earl out to the ring, talked to him, said some nice shit, and... They hugged. Earl admitted to getting emotional and thanked Brett for burying the hatchet. Uh, since the show took place in his home state. I feel like uh, it's kind of bullshit. And I'm yeah. pretty sure they made up a while ago. Yeah, but this is in his home state in front of people. I know. What I'm just saying. It's, just not, he it's couldn't, happened before. He, it's he, not genuine. Well, then again, he couldn't actually do it at WWE because Earl was fired already for I know. selling merch. I'm pretty sure... Together, they talked, they hashed it out. Like, I, a little bit after the, the whole thing, probably. I think I don't care enough. Alright. John Cena announced on Twitter uh, earlier this week that he'll be featured on 2K15 video game soundtrack. Two tracks. Two tracks. Uh, with Wiz Khalifa. And this talks about other artists on the, on the soundtrack, which I don't care about. Um, and you can listen to his two songs now on iTunes if you want. Where you can also hear our Basin Bookers podcast, which is cool. So you can go from us to them. I hear those songs are good. I the listen to them. I listen to them, and they're alright. Cena's not in them. I gotta much. listen to them myself, because um, I have more street cred than you. I probably I probably get it. I just, I just don't like modern rap. I see. Like, give me the violent shit. Give me MLP. Give me NWA. Well, you're not going to get that. I know. Because... It's not going to be on the soundtrack. Eventually, there's just going to be... Raps about hugs, you know, walking all the way across the street, fucking donating to charities. <laughs> That's where rap is going. Yeah. There was another uh, quiet release this week. Uh, Willie Mack, who's a California-based indie guy. Never heard of him. Mm-hmm. He was a stand-up performer, supposedly, at PWG and CWH. In California. That means a lot. That's Pro Wrestling Gorilla and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I see. Um, he was exp- he was supposed to debut in NXT pretty soon. And, yeah. He, he only left the, other, the Indies last month, so. I'm somebody off, probably. Sorry to hear about that. That happened to him. Two last brief things. WWE announced that the next NXT live special on the network will air December 11th. I'm looking forward to it. Shouldn't everyone be looking forward to it all the time? 
I think so. NXT doesn't disappoint. Uh, yeah, I, I've been watching the past couple episodes, and they, they do have that... What do you think they are, Raw? I don't know, right? <laughs> they, I mean, they do have their filler, but come on. I it's mean, fine. They had their stars also. Charlotte is a big one. I've, I've become a fan of this uh, Enzo Amore guy. He's funny. He's hysterical. I'm and more he, interested in uh, that chick. What's her name? Carmella? Yes. That he's uh, trying to get in? Yes. She makes a debut next week. Good. Or maybe it's not. I, think I it's like that night. whole thing. At first I hated it. No, no. It's pretty funny. This guy's pretty funny. Uh, this is... This Enzo guy, it's another case where he got, he was given a shit gimmick, but he's just so good, he makes it work. Like, the hair thing is stupid. It is, but he makes it his. He's right. like a cartoon character. He is. And he, he looks so little compared to uh, Colin Cassidy. Big Cass. And they're not really going to be the next Michaels and Diesel, but... They should be. They, they but for, like, work. the IC title scene, right in there. I never thought I'd say that. Yes. I never thought I'd say this, but Big Cass, I think, is not quite charismatic enough to be the next Diesel. That's all right. Diesel wasn't all that charismatic either, so. Remember when The Rock did that to him? <laughs> did Diesel ever actually do that? He wouldn't make the noise, but he'd do the he, thing he, when he he'd did come the arm? out. I think so, yeah. Oh, boy. I'm glad I forgot that. <laughs> Last bit of news. JR agrees with me. Jim Ross said in a recent Q&A that he does uh, regarding WWE hiring veterans. I'm quoting JR here. This will sound familiar. WWE would be wise to consider hiring a handful of seasoned veterans to work with their highly regarded younger talents if for nothing else a short-term, i.e. one-year contract. Young talents cannot get better Working with those who are not better than the rookies. I remember saying something sort of along those lines a few weeks back. I thought you said something about old timers riding. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they work together, they'll be traveling the road together too. Allegedly, theoretically, they're always going to get booked together anyway. So that's the news this week. You missed something. What I miss? Yeah, mentioned that JBL boldly stated that Michael Cole. Is the greatest of all time. I didn't think that was news. That's flat out opinion. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Will you weigh in on the subject? I think it's apples and oranges at this point. We There's no accurate way to compare the current Michael Cole with JR in his prompt. I will say he's busier. He certainly is. Uh, as far as working harder... Michael Cole is the hardest worker, absolutely. Hardest working announcer ever. I will agree with that. Best? That's going to be flat out opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a dozen things that Michael Cole has to do simply as an announcer while he's calling a show in those three hours. Not drink during SmackDown. Right. Yes, yes, not drink during SmackDown. Well, it doesn't matter. You know what? Just to be fair, maybe he's not drinking. Maybe he's like overtired. You know that feeling where it's like it feels like you're drunk, punch but drunk. you're just so tired. Yeah, it's punch drunk. He's like running off fumes. He does main event, right? Yeah. He shouldn't have to do main event. So he does a three-hour show two nights in a row. And all the social media, his shit with uh, 
JBL. Which why I think that's why I think he's not on JBL and Coastal anymore. Mm. He's too busy. Fucking climbing mountains. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, are they doing their podcast? Well, their podcast is on hold right now. Yes, still. it is still on hold. Well, I am going through withdrawals. Well, they uh, transfer from uh, one website to the next. Yeah. Well, you know, it's difficult. But uh, I'll definitely agree. Mike Cole is the hardest working announcer, I'd say, in wrestling history. If anything, we should all respect Michael Cole. Yep. Mitchell Cole, who used to have <laughs> cross tips in his hair. <laughs> And a much more defined soul patch. Monday Night Raw cannot be saved by Michael Cole's soul patch. I'm not saying it was a bad Raw by any stretch. There's a few glaring uh, issues I had watching it. I just sat there just, just dumbfounded. Just If it wasn't for the fact that it's a habit for me to watch Raw... Mm-hmm. I would have stopped. Wow. Stopped watching it. And I know I'm being unfair, but I gotta express my feelings. Um, first, uh, you know, John Cena's out there and he's talking stuff. Oh, is Dean Ambrose already out there and Cena came? Or vice versa, whatever. I think Ambrose opened. Yeah, Ambrose was talking. Uh, I feel like a dick, because I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but it was gold. But my point is this. They were putting in a tag team match. Not not just a tag team match. They were tagging against the current tag team champions. And the current, I guess, number one contenders for the tag team championships. Or at least the, the people who held it last. Yeah, it was a three-way dance. Yeah. Now, the Usos have held the tag team titles for the longest amount of time in memory. Like, in recent memory. Doesn't say much for me, but, yeah. Stardust and Goldust are the champs. Yes. Because they beat them. Right. And they defended against them. Mm-hmm. John Cena and Dean Ambrose didn't have much trouble at all. Yeah, they, first of all, they shouldn't have beaten them at all. Yeah. Second of all, I don't remember seeing any dissension between the two of them. Are they are they trying to not have dissension between the two of them because they're both faces? Are they just playing smart, not trying to kill each other? Maybe they feel they're, you know... I mean, Ambrose is used to being a team. But he doesn't really like Cena. He doesn't I, like him. I see where you're coming from when you say Ambrose used to being a team, but he was the U.S. champ. And he, held and he the, defended it. He held the U.S. title longer than the Shield held the tag titles. You know what else holds a tag title? A nail on a wall. You put it on a coat rack. Um, you put it on uh, Justin Roberts' lap all right. at the time. All right. We all know how you felt about Dean Ambrose's U.S. title run. I'm just saying you can't really say he's used to tag matches. Okay. Because he really... Well, he's used to working as a team, though, is what I mean. Yeah. The Shield. Remember them? They're doing as a team. They're great. Exactly. I don't know. I just... There should have been more tension in that match. 
between the two. That I agree with. More like more more blind tags. Were there any? I don't remember. No, none none that I at least were. No one was there one upmanship? No. I'm so their bodies just just like that. Was it so they could cost Triple H a dollar? Was that it? Because the bet was made. That's the usual bet. That is the usual bet. I think they were just being PG. But look. All I'm saying is fuck that. Okay? Anyone clean, didn't they? Yep. Clean. Come on. So John Cena and Dean Ambrose. They quote, both had shovels. Quote unquote single handedly bury the tag division. That's right. Um along with the burial of the tag division, I have the burial of the IC champion. In my opinion. Only because... Remind me what happened, because... Oh, um... Four days ago, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't believe it. It's at least what Friday, I understand, but it's Thursday. Dude, okay. I gotta I got tell you, and I'll tell our listener also... To, Why to not? Come be a little slack. My other best man, Lou, came over, and oh. we were watching Raw together. So, of course, I was drinking. More than usual. Okay. All right, then. That's fine. Shout out. Lou, shout out. You. All right. Um, just to remind you, um, pretty much Orton had a match with Dolph Ziggler to, I think, prove a point or something. Because they decided to have a uh, contract on a pole match. On a pole yeah. match. Uh, so, for some reason, Orton is going to show them what he can do by using... I'll say for example. They're fight they're wrestling. Uh the matches is what you would expect from Randy Orton and Dolph Ziggler. Uh Seth Rollins comes out to watch. A little bit of competition between the two. You know, Orton considers himself to be better, which he should. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of mind games, him being out there, Orton doesn't want him out there. Uh RKO from nowhere. Yeah. And one, two, three. Seen about a hundred of those this week. Dolph Ziggler lost to Rusev last week. And I lost to Randy Orton. What does what does Randy Orton prove by beating Dolph Ziggler? Like, why does he get a ma- Why is he fighting the Continental Champion? It's like he's just fighting him to fight him. He's not fighting him because he wants the, a shot at the title. True, but I think this is less of a burial than tag division is because first of all, Orton's used to being a singles competitor. First. Secondly, he's a former world champion and WWE champion and WWE world champion. Let's not forget that one. But we don't have any other guys he could fight? And former IC champ. So, I mean, it makes sense for him to fight a champion. Kofi Kingston used to be an Incarnate champion. But he's not right now. He's not. So it wouldn't be as much of a statement on Randy's part. So why do you have to make the Incarnate champion look so weak? You didn't do anything to help Randy Orton. Randy Orton doesn't didn't even need that. So why not use somebody else? Who would make Randy look better and have him beat realistically? What about Sheamus? He's a bigger guy, and everybody they throw against Sheamus, unless it's Cesaro, which lately hasn't been, mm-hmm. is easy. He, he plows through Mizdow. It's like they're feeding him chunks all the time. Except for one of the rare occasions he has an awesome match with Cesaro. No one's a real threat to Sheamus. So why not him? That's a good point. 
He's a face. Yeah. Randy never held the U.S. title. It's the U.S. title might as well be the IC title. It's still the middle. Different. <laughs> okay. They're different things. Randy's a former IC champ. Cena's a former U.S. champ. Was Cena ever IC champ? I don't know. I don't think so. And I was thinking about it a minute ago also. Was Cena ever a tag champ? Yes. Don't ask me with who, because I'm going to look like an asshole. Fucking next question. <laughs> my phone. Shawn Michaels. I think they were tag champs. I think I remember that. The realization that I remembered something shocked me. <laughs> and you. I almost choked to death on my Red Bull. Please tell me I'm right. Let's see. Filmography. Filmography. What the fuck? Yeah, he was in... Uh... He was in Ready to Rumble. What? As the gym trainer. Oh, cool. He's an uncredited extra. So he has a southpaw. Alright, we're getting there. I know what side to hit him on. I'm going to have to train with my right now. Get him, hit him with that cross. Mm-hmm. And just drop like a ton of bricks after he knocks me unconscious. You are correct, but he was also tag champ previously with Big Dave. I wonder if that was when they weren't getting along also. Because I think him and HBK weren't getting along when they were tag they, champs. They, they did that for a while. Yeah. Oh, he was also WWE tag champ with The Miz and with David Otunga. Or Nexus, I guess, right? I guess. It's the only way I could think of why he would do that. So now we know. And knowing is half the battle. There you go. So, also, the first rule of Raw is you don't talk about the World Heavyweight Championship. Right. Which sucks. I miss Paul Heyman. It's, it's like it's a non... It doesn't exist. I understand not having the champion on the show. Can we talk about it? Like, you know, they feel, and I read this on the internet, so it's true. Of course it's true, it's the internet, and it doesn't lie. The company feels that by not mentioning the world champion or championship, and not having Paul Heyman on the show, people will not notice that he's not going to be at the next four pay-per-views. Oh, you didn't notice, right? I forgot what a world champ was. Huh. I thought, like, they replaced him with the Intercontinental and U.S. Championship. That's why Randy Orton was fighting Dolph Ziggler. Uh, So, it's talking about Dolph Ziggler versus Randy Orton. Then we had Seth Rollins versus our boy, Jack Swagger. Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins won that one, too, I think. He did. I don't remember if it was clean or not. So, yeah. Fine, I guess. I still think that Jack Swagger should have beaten Rusev. I still think that should still be going on. Ditto. But I digress. Maybe they'll come back to it. Speaking of digressing, coming back to... They'll come back to your digression. I see. I see. I Um, gotta drink more. So... Uh, we already mentioned the fact that they changed uh, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. John Cena and Ambrose are not going to be doing the fight for the contract 
at Hell in a Cell. Instead, we retreated to it tonight. Right. Being Monday. Mm-hmm. Night Raw, which yes. is not tonight. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep us all on the same page here. Okay. Speaking of Paige. Love her. I, I, I'm, I like her tagging with, uh, with Alicia Fox. That's fine with me. I like them together. Team crazy. Uh, whatever puts them in matches together, fine. Um, um, I read that for this coming Raw, um, AJ's gonna come out with a new tag partner. Oh, okay. So this... An actual friend? Maybe. This could be time for Charlotte or someone to debut. Or just visit? You figure the women's champ from NXT Mm -hmm. teams up the Divas champ. Be interesting. That would be. Um, Speaking of uh, partners, our partner this week was Layla, who gets a nice big plus from me for that awesome top. (laughs) Wow. Save the twins. Save the twins. That that inspired me right there. Uh, She left AJ high and dry. Uh, I think AJ lost the match? No, she won. Oh, she won, and then proceeded to beat the ever-loving hell out of poor Layla. Yeah. Uh, no wardrobe malfunction. That's Boo. too bad. Wardrobe um, malfunction is my favorite third tag team partner. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so, Randy Orton feels... No, he doesn't. He doesn't feel. Doesn't feel? <laughs> he doesn't feel. He's the viper. He's he the pretends to feel uh, <laughs> that he's more important than he is. That he wants to face John Cena or Dean Ambrose in the main event. Right. Because he is the main event. That's right. That's where he belongs. Ah. So you're basically saying what he said was, which is he wants to face the person who is... Not the loser. Yeah. Of the John Cena versus Ambrose, um, Seth Rollins' ass on a pole match. That's right. That's what it should have been called. Seth Rollins' ass on a pole. Because that's pretty much what's happening here. And he doesn't seem to be the least concerned. No. That they're doing this. No. Does he understand that it's best for business? What I don't understand is, it would have made sense from the authorities' perspective, to keep the Cena-Ambrose match for the pay-per-view. That way, whoever wins a match is weakened yes. for Rollins, who they're blatantly trying to protect. That's why I was confused. But Kane doesn't have anything to do. He'll probably be under the ring. Most likely. Which, come on, man. Can we just we just have Hell in a Cell? We just, well, okay. So now we know... Who's facing off against whom? Right. Dean Ambrose, thankfully, won the match. I am very happy about that. I personally feel that Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose and Hell in a Cell should be the main event. I agree. And as such, what they should do, which would make for some interesting TV, Mm -hmm. which is fucking weird, you could have both participants of each match tag team with each other. And the winning tag team gets the main event spot at the pay-per-view. How uncomfortable is that going to be? So you're saying have Cena and Orton team 
against Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. They have to tag with That's each other. That's not fair. That's two-thirds of the shield. Exactly. <laughs> but you can do all sorts of shenanigans. Like, it wouldn't matter. That's like, a great idea. You know what I mean? They can set that up for the week, the go-home show for the pay-per-view. And they could even have it so, like, maybe, if they don't want to make anybody look weak or anything like that, it can end in a DQ with the authority doing a beatdown. Have someone leave on their partner. Yes, yeah, something like that. And they're weakened yeah. for the pay-per-view. And everyone will just beat down the, the other guy. Exactly. Because it's like, they don't give a shit. You do that. Because cool. if I was Seth Rollins, I would take exception to Randy Orton considering himself to be the main event. Because mm-hmm. I'm the future of this business. Isn't that what he feels? That he's the future yeah. of the business? And Randy Orton is a dinosaur? He's going to want that main event spot. And in order to make it fair, I think that's what the authority should do. They should make that match. I agree. And I thought I had it written down here. Interesting fact. And you know how we go back and forth talking about how many times Cena and Orton face each other? Do you know how many times they fought on pay-per-view, each other? Nine times. Yes. This will be the tenth? No, no, this will be the ninth. Okay. Um, they each have three wins over the other, and they each won a match by DQ. The last Hell in the Cell was won by Randy that they were in. Okay. I don't remember. So, yeah, this is the third rubber match. <laughs> they love wrestling together, I guess. I'm sure Rock and Austin, and even though they, they were only paired up for like four years, four, four of the best years in wrestling, I think they still fought on pay-per-view more. What do you think of this whole, uh, do you know the the latest craze? The latest internet thing now? Oh, RKO, RKO Vines? Out of nowhere Vines? How awesome are those? Do you like those? They're very good. I got a, a text from uh, my buddy Tim, who... Shout out. Shout out to Tim. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, have you seen the RKO Vines yet? I'm like, no, I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, I was watching something on the network at the time. It was about to end, I don't remember. I think I was watching the Flight of the Cruiserweights, the Monday Night War thing, which was great. On the WWE Network. Right, nine ninety nine a month. That's right. Um... And he said, you gotta see the one with the giraffe, it's hysterical. I didn't see that one. Sure. Me neither. I looked at the text, I'm like, giraffe? So, I obviously I went online and I spent an hour looking at all these different RKO out of nowhere things, and some some of these fucking facial expressions they got. The creepy great. moving back and yeah. forth with his arms <laughs> up, but his head is all big and weird. I, I, I like the one where um he it's just his head on the snake, and he's got this look. <laughs> I wonder if they go to address that on Raw I hope like on so. TV well Randy's been um, retweeting some of them that's awesome this, they gotta, they're gonna run with this great full speed I mean, you can't not I mean sure it, it's promotion for just some dick in his basement with too much time on his hands and isn't even really making quality stuff yeah but still why isn't there one of the Shockmaster yet oh why not? Dude. Alright, what the, whatever the guy's name is. Shockmaster RKO from out of nowhere. I think we're gonna have a couple of butts of Randy Orton RKO and people from nowhere. Just, just, you could have people doing backstage interviews. Do you remember the first one, the first RKO line you saw? 
Um, the one that stand, I saw a compilation, mm-hmm. but one that stood out is a guy. He's jumping onto like a container, like from <gasps> oh yeah, and then he hits the ball that like, <laughs> and it's like it stops. It's a black and white, mm-hmm. and then it goes. I'm like, oh, that's so that's, cool. Uh, it was at this moment when Jackson knew that Randy Orton was near. <laughs> the first, so good I saw that one that was the second one I saw the, uh, the first one I saw was just a regular vine and it was the girl doing parkour yes but she's jumping across <laughs> and she, she goes to jump across and she just lands face first on the next fucking thing did you see the one where the guy's walking in the snow and all of a sudden Randy he gets RKO'd and he's like selling it too it like his stomach was hurting no I didn't see that one that was pretty good did you, did you see the skiing one? Yes. <laughs> did you see the, the Iggy Azalea one? What's an Iggy Azalea? Some performer. Okay. Or something. I'm probably saying her name wrong, because I don't know. Okay. But, like, she's she's on stage and shit. She goes off to, like, the right or whatever, and then she gets nailed, because oh, she fell. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the, the drunk black chick, right? No. You didn't see Drunk Black Chick? I didn't see Drunk Black She was in the conversation. Oh, she was she getting was... out of the... Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Almost she... crossing the street or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I see. And that. she like, goes up on the curb, and that's just too much for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then she gets RKO'd. Then she gets RKO'd, yeah. More of those. All day. All day. I like that they're, you know, showing that on the WWE website and all that stuff. That's on the website, too? Yeah. They, they, oh, cool. Well, I think so. I saw something on my Twitter about it from them. I guess they're promoting it, too. Sure. I like the one also with um, the dude who's on the uh, playground thing, and you see Orton come, and he slithers under the slot. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> yeah, he gets him. It's amazing. I, uh, I, but probably my favorite, and this will be the last one I mentioned, my favorite is when where the kid's on the skateboard... And he goes to do an ollie on the bridge, on the side of the bridge. Yeah. And he falls in the wall, and well, he gets RKO'd into the water. That's awesome. And the other dude walking on the bridge, he looks, looks down and he's like, huh. So how long until he turns face? Orton? Yeah. Because of this? Just for nailing people with RKO's out of nowhere. You think that's going to be the new thing? Whenever he hits them, everybody goes, out of nowhere! <laughs> From out of nowhere. The next time they're in a smart uh, town. They're here, yeah. Yeah. Maybe SummerSlam. SummerSlam's at Ice Center this year. I know. I know. We're going. Saving. Saving right now. Saving already. Um, Battle Raw. Oh, there's more? Rusev fought the Big Show. That ended in disqualification because Mark Henry came in when uh, Rusev had the yeah, show and the yeah. accolade. For the second time, I believe. Yes. And I didn't know either way it was going, but that was a really... I understand why they did it. I guess they're going to have a program with Henry and show. Mm-hmm. But you got... Big Show's the world's largest athlete. Mm-hmm. And already because of him, Rusev is the world's largest baby. Now, <laughs> then you take Mark Henry World's strongest the, man. World's strongest man. Mm-hmm. Not a small guy. Right. On the left of Rusev, mm-hmm. this looks like bullying to me. The way you're building Rusev, and then to have Big Show put him on Dream Street. Uh, I know you... So, so... 
if if we could speak for the Be a Star campaign here, Rusev's the face. Right there. We got we got to be rooting for Big Baby Rusev. We're a bunch of American bullies. I guess we are. And of course, Lana's saying that you cheat, you cheat. <laughs> God, she's so annoying. Anyway, she's talking about cheating, but I know you ex- keeps explaining to me that the knockout punch is a finishing move, and that's why not just why I, Big Show just can't punch him in the face. It just yeah. doesn't work that <laughs> way. I think it's dumb. I agree. For one thing, just just punch everyone in the face. Yeah. You just. You just knocked them unconscious. You, why can't you just do it again? Plenty of opportunities. Because he's a slow guy, so they have to be worn down to not move out of the way. Mm, he's a slow guy. Was it the uh, universal flip or solar flip that he does there? Oh. <laughs> Sunset flipping and The galaxy and, flip or whatever. Yeah, fun. He's, Big Show's quick. That shows agility, not necessarily speed. And why the fuck does he think? In what world does he think he should be on the top rope? Oh, I don't know what the fuck that was about. What the fuck? I actually have written here, (laughs) Big Show, what the fuck are you stupid? (laughs) You know as soon as he goes up there, that is not going to end well. It's from the Ric Flair school of uh, going to the top. Yeah, that segment wasn't great. Of course, Rusev, yet again, is winner by DQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they had him cornered, why didn't Rusev just go through the ring? I'm not going to defend it, man. Just let it happen. There's a lot wrong with that segment. There is a lot wrong, obviously, at... Is there a match for Rusev at Hell in a Cell? Not yet. Triple threat? Henry and Cho? First Rusev? That'd be more of a handicap match. I don't think either of them really cares enough. Well, we still have about a week. We have a week, I guess. The next... The next Raw is good. Mm-hmm. The next Raw yeah. is the one before Helen Sound. Yeah. So... Whatever, it's a pull an authority thing. Have Mark Henry fight Big Show winner against a fight Rusev. Hmm. Or maybe they just make it a triple threat match because Mark Henry attacked Big Show because he keeps talking about him. I think I stopped caring about, like, except for seeing Lana. Um, and loving how much Rusev does look like a big baby. Um, I think I I really stopped caring about the whole angle once Jack Swagger was out of the picture. Swagger now, once again, has nothing. Hey, he has a... His We the People chance have faded. I know, man. It's disappointing. But when they do do it, it's pretty loud. You know, when he gets it going. Still got that shiner. Yeah. Oh, Did Bo Dallas wrestle? I think he lost to someone, didn't he? Shit, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I only mention stuff from all that I remember. Okay. Just to show. Oh, uh, they ch- on the app. Uh, Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella loser becomes Yellow One's assistant. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. It's kind of easy to predict. I already know the answer to that one. Nikki's it, gonna win. Yeah. No way does a face ever win a match like that. Ever in the history. Mm-hmm. So. Because Brie bother? just wants to make up. 
Yeah, I guess. And now we got SmackDown. Lay in the SmackDown. Now, obviously, as I mentioned, this is Thursday that we're recording. So we haven't seen SmackDown. We only know. This is actually the first time I'm going to be hearing any of this stuff. So. Yeah, we have a live report from, from a fan that was there. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to go play by play because I haven't read it yet. So this was taped on in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Never been, but sounds like a nice place. Probably have a good fried chicken. Mm. Yeah, I'm hungry. Anyway, alright, so Seth Rollins kicks off SmackDown and gets major heat. Fans chant, you sold out. Rollins mocks them, telling them to keep the heat coming. Yeah, he's a little lame with that. I guess because he's a heel, right? So yeah, okay. that fuels him. Yeah. It's a little on the nose. Yeah, but it's also weak. Yeah. Um, I think his whiny voice just makes him makes him a heel. It's like a spoiled little kid. And also his predictable delivery. Yeah. Yeah. He now I notice this. Yeah, because he doesn't have a flow like a ve- like the veterans do. And even Ambrose has a flow. Ambrose has a great... I love fucking... Ambrose. I forgot to ask you. For some reason, Seth Rollins' delivery reminded you. Mm. Reminded me. Okay. Did you notice John Cena doing his thing in his tag team match? Against the tag team champs? I was too drunk. I don't remember. I was way too drunk. I might have to rewatch it to see him. Be super excited, <laughs> getting everybody into it. Can we, can we like, always get seen in a tag match, please, Teddy? Damn it, Teddy doesn't work. Bring back Teddy. Bring back Tag Team Teddy. Alright, so, Rollins says the fans would sell out as well. Still weak. Uh, he talks about Dean Ambrose and says he doesn't belong inside Hell in a Cell, he belongs in a straight jacket. We've heard that before. He's so good! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph comes out and says fans want to see him, not Rollins. Oh, don't tell me we're doing this. Dolph drops the mic, drop kicks Rollins to a big pop, and that match starts right away. Seth Rollins defeated Dolph Ziggler with a curb stomp in a non-title match. Oh, come the fuck on already. Really? <sighs> Dolph needs that shovel to dig himself the fuck out. What are you, what are you dicks doing? <laughs> what are you dicks doing? There's no one else... What's Big E Langston doing? He was an Intercontinental Champion. He's got nothing to do. I agree. Segment's not over. Oh. Oh. Dean Ambrose came out to a big pop after the match. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Ambrose talks about what he's going to do to Rollins at Hell in a Cell, but is interrupted by Kane's music. Kane puts himself in the main event against Rollins later in the night. Against Rollins? Sorry, against Ambrose. Oh, shit. You was dropping a revelation right there. Like, oh, okay. All Sorry, right. I, th- I thought it might actually be interesting. <laughs> nope, nope. Oh, I better make sure that the DVR records it, because it might think it's a repeat. Gotta do that. Layla versus AJ is up next. Paige and Alicia watch from ringside. LayJ? LayJ. Did I say LayJ? I did. Okay, let me make sure I didn't. Sounds cool, though. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, AJ gets a win with a Black Widow. Post-match, Alicia rushes the ring, but AJ counters her. Paige comes to the ring and lays AJ out with her finisher. I'm guessing the Rampage. I Which I love. It was fucking great. Everything Paige does is great. 
I'm a fan of Paige. I'm a big fucking fan of Paige. She's better at talking. Backstage segment with Jameson the Usos. Oh, boy. haven't seen it, but that's already in the shit column. It's already terrible. Wait, I'm, I'd imagine Sheamus is talking about kicking teeth. Uh, the Usos are super excited. Uh, they're talking about how they're gonna say Us and then O. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're gonna say Us, and the other people are gonna be like, oh, oh, and they're gonna do like this dance. And, um, they're gonna go and, uh, they're super excited. And James is pasty. Uh, something about red hair. Kicking teeth. Fella! Yeah, there's a fella. There's a fella there somewhere. <laughs> he probably said fella in the interview. So yeah, we didn't really... About a half second of crazy eyes, like, the crazy eye thing he does. Yeah. Sometimes. Which almost makes him interesting. Not quite. You remember when James was interesting and he fucking bro kicked Lawler in the face? Yeah. I I thought it was interesting when he first showed up. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to beat John Cena. Put a belt when he did. When Cena went through that table accidentally. Yeah. Best accident ever. I guess so. I didn't think Seamus was ready. I thought it was great him being the, the, the chicken shit champ. Hmm. When they came to Nexus when they first came around, that was pretty good. James was okay as a heel. Yeah, he was. It was, so it was good because he was he was so tall mm-hmm. and imposing, but he was chicken shit. Like, he really didn't like to get into shit. Mm-hmm. Like, come up with excuses as to why he can't. I'm feeling a little tired, you see. <laughs> I've got the night off. Just flew in from Dublin. My arms are tired. My accent is horrible. I'm going to stop doing it. <laughs> Whatever, we're not paid for fucking accents. Shut up, Lindsay. <laughs> Wyatt Family vignette airs. That had to be great, because every vignette they've done so far is great. It's probably the Rowan one again. Yeah, can we, um... With the It's Coming better. Can we have them back, please? Yes. Uh, Seamus and the Usos. Versus Cesaro and... No. Oh. Dust Brothers and Miz. Oh, they swapped them out. Oh, because the Miz, I believe, has a victory over Sheamus from Raw. Yes. And a non-title match. I believe it was Miz Dow involved. Where did I see Miz Dow this week? I'll watch it. Later. What a waste of talent. Uh, who? Which team do you think got the win? I'm gonna say Sheamus and the Usos. Who on their team um, made the cover? Uh, Sheamus. Mm-hmm. And who ate the pin? Um, Cody? Two oh, out of three. Goldust. Yeah. I know. Yeah, because he ate, didn't start as eat the pin in the Cena match? The tag team match they had? I think so. Ugh. That makes it even worse. One half of the tag team champs. Seriously. Big Show comes out to a big pop. Talks about how he's going to destroy Rusev at Hell in a Cell. I guess that's a match. All right. Then Mark uh, Henry's going to interfere. He asks Mark Henry to come to the ring. Show asks Henry to stay out of the match at Hell in a Cell. And Henry says he will. Yeah, so he's not. Another DQ victory. Mm-hmm. 
Nikki Bella beat Naomi with the rack attack. Boo! Feeding Naomi to Nikki. Boo! I agree. Naomi's more an athlete. Mm-hmm. Renee Young interviews her boyfriend. Dean Ambrose. The Titty Master. Titty Master himself. Master of the titties. Um, I love Renee. Main event time. Dean Ambrose versus Kane. Seth Rollins at ringside. Gee, I wonder what happens. How long until it dissolves? Doesn't say. Ambrose won by DQ when Rollins pulled the rope back. I don't know what he pulled the rope back from, but whatever. After the match, they attacked Ambrose. Kane powerbombed Ambrose, and Rollins went for a curb stop. But Ambrose ended up hitting Kane with the chair. Uh, it says the chair. I don't know why it says the chair. Cause they it's a special chair. They haven't mentioned a chair yet. It's the chair. And neither neither the no chair is capitalized. It's just the chair. Hey, so there was a chair involved. And this person got to mention it. Fucked hard. Uh, so he came to the chair while Rollins ran away to the stage. Which is his M.O. Oh boy. What an unpredictable week of wrestling this week. So good <laughs> to see the same faces and heels. Something I wanted to say. I don't remember why. That you missed the Wyatts? I do miss the Wyatts. Bree doesn't work Tuesdays, apparently. Guess not. I'm not at all interested in that match. Which one? The assistant match. Oh. That should be the pre-show. Leave room on the card for acting. What other matches do they have? Well, I'm, There's four matches so far. I'd imagine they do The Miz versus Sheamus for the U.S. title. Okay. And they're doing... I guess this means there's... Dolph no. Cesaro? So they change dance partners. This is what happened. They changed dance partners. It's a, a dosey do in the mid-card. Jesus. Okay. Uh, sure. And then... um. Rusev show the double main event allegedly tag team match. Oh, I think that's the card, man. But Divas title is there a Divas title match? Not yet. Paige doesn't have a rematch, does she? I lost track. Or maybe we'll find out after Monday. This pay per view. Um, just be considered a special event. Seems disappointing for Hell in a Cell. They're gonna have to... That's not a way to get subscribers, man. They're lucky they have the network. Are they, are they trying to push right now for subscribers? They should be all the time. Yeah, but they have they, they have their phases. Like, oh, well, this is six months after um, the launch date, so now is when we gotta push. And... Did you hear they're planning on putting ads? I've already seen ads. There was one 30-second ad for something I watched yesterday or today. I don't like that. But I understand why they're doing it. <laughs> and it's not that bad. Yes. I mean, you're already paying. Why are there ads? So you can make more money? I got a question. 30 seconds out of your day. Alright. Alright, fuck 30 seconds. If we still have that problem... Where I can be watching NXT, and all of a sudden, there's a commercial break on the WWE Network for 
WWE Network stuff. I already have it. Yeah. That's I it. have it. You sold it to me. What are you doing this to me for? You can wait to the end. Don't interrupt the match. Don't interrupt the match. Do it between matches. Don't interrupt the match. Don't the announcers need a break? Yeah. I can do it between the matches. Also gives them a little more flexibility in editing. You know, it's like... Don't you fucking cry, baby, I swear. Listen, I don't want to see commercials in my matches. I already hate that during Raw, but I understand having a, you know... It's TV. Well, also, if you think about it... Because we focus on the wrestling, as wrestling fans. But NXT is for developmental. I understand that. Don't the announcers want to move up to Raw and SmackDown? So aren't they also in developmental? Yes. So, they need to know how to segue, how to cut to commercial, exactly how much time it takes. They need to practice that. That's what they're doing. Well, they could fucking learn on their own time. No. It's not the same as being a wrestler, though. No, it's not the same, but you do need to know the timing of shit. I don't like it. Here's the thing. (laughs) On Raw Live... They, they tell you, we're cutting a commercial in 15 seconds. So, as the announcer, you need to prepare that so you're not in the middle of a word when they cut out. I don't know how to keep track of 15 <laughs> seconds. Do they have, like, a timer? Maybe they do. That's not your job. That's not... You're focusing on the wrong thing. I need to keep track of time. Dude. Dude. Focus. I am focused. No. no. Look here. I'll Listen. Stop asking me to look at you and talk, motherfucker. The announcers need their practice. They also need to show corporate that they know what they're doing. That when it comes to... Because NXT TakeOver is live. Raw is live. It is. If if they can do it consistently on a weekly basis for NXT, you know, not all NXT is live, but if they can... Do it consistently. They'll know that... Vince will know that when he brings them up to Raw, he's got a consistent worker. Can they not do it during a title match, then? Please. Can I not have a commercial? During a title match? Practice makes better. Damn it! I'm not budging on this. I won't. You know, sometimes... There comes a time in a man's life when he's got to stand up, he's got to plant his feet. You got to stand up? I'm not going to stand up, but I'm planting my feet. I say, I'm planting them down, and I'm not going to move on this subject. Not like physically, but I eventually will move. Okay. Because that's just stupid. Like, if I have to pee, <laughs> you know, it's just counterproductive. It's silly. Let's not, let's not be silly here. Um, this week, I'm, I don't want to sound like an asshole. I already sound like an asshole. But I wasn't. I'm allowed to express my opinion. I wasn't happy with Raw. Still not happy with Raw. And, uh... I guess I'm okay with not being able to watch SmackDown right now. It's just more of the same. And, yes, I know... I'm... I'm sound like any other critic. And it's probably... Anything they do is gonna be a lot better than anything I could ever do. Except for that cool idea about the tag team match... Mm-hmm. For the main event match. But 
Do, do your fucking job good. I don't fucking know. It's their, it's, it's their job to keep me interested. Granted, they're succeeding because I tune in every week, but that's besides the point. The point is, I'm only doing this out of loyalty. And I feel that in turn, you should be loyal to me. To us. To the fans. Be loyal to the fans. Stop beating us in the fucking head. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can give us a little something. Maybe a little sunshine of hope. Every time having our spirits crushed by the authority. Oh, here's the silver lining. Cena's not in the world title picture right now. There is no world title picture! Shh. <laughs> it's okay. No. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Is it? Yes. It's going to be okay? Cena will not be the world champion next Monday. <laughs> Dude. Isn't that a nice thing to know? For a fact. I think Cena will be the world champ without the belt. Like forever. He's gonna be wrestling with like a walker. And he's still he's still gonna be like If you wanna get ahead in this game, Sonny You're gonna You're gonna <laughs> You're gonna have to go through me. Look at one of those walkers that has a seat, but it's not just a seat, it's also a little toilet can. Yeah, he sits there, he's just he like he farts and shit, but it's like he sharts himself because he's old. Oh, it's all gross. He'll be wearing a diaper like Rusev. Yeah, which by the way, he is wearing diapers. <laughs> they just need to change it more often. Once so. they do that, maybe that's why he's so cranky. Exactly. Once they start changing his diapers more, him and Greg Collie will have the best dance-offs. The best. Oh, jeez. Maybe for Halloween. Because SmackDown's on Friday, and Halloween's on a Friday. Maybe you could do it like a Halloween party, and like Rusev can wear a diaper. It'd be pretty funny. Because he's a baby. He's a giant baby. He is a giant baby. Yeah, John Cena show up as Vanilla Ice. Long come out as a sexy nurse. Or a, uh, what is it, a Soviet streetwalker? Yeah. Do that. Although, according to The Rock, that's just a regular outfit. Whatever. Oh, do you see that report that confirmed what I was saying about Steve Austin not training for a comeback? It was more like... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a comeback to Gold's gym. I want to get in shape so I can go to the gym. Yeah, he's got no plans, people, of wrestling. But he also did, again, say never say never. They all have... I think it's in the contract. You have to say never say never. Hmm. Gets that phone call. It's annoying. Ring. Ring. Hello? Hey, pal. <laughs> you do me a favor. Always got to say never say never. It's in the contract now. Alright. <laughs> Click. That was actually a good Steve Austin at the end there. Thanks. Your Vince and Steve Austin, I think, is up there with my... Uh, Big Johnny! <laughs> People power! People power! Coors Light power! Air Indeed. power! You are fueled by that. Mm. Alright, we got anything else this week? Because. Dry County, man. I think that's it. It's nothing else. No one gives a fuck. Come back, Paul. At least Paul Heyman. 
Maybe. Come back, Paul, and... Sorry, Justin Roberts, you were cool. Long live... Your replacement. You know who the replacement is? I hope not Schimmel. No, it's, um... The chick who used to be on, um... Jojo? Yes, that one. Nice ass. That's uh, what I hear, but I don't look. Alright? I don't look. The fact that she looks underage creeps me out. <laughs> I feel like I should be arrested for that, for just looking. So, I don't know. What, she 20 now? I hope so. She looks like she's 17. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, on that note. <laughs> where can they find us? Oh, uh, let's see. Facebook. Twitter. Still not MySpace. We gotta work on that. You gotta work on that. I'm not touching MySpace. <laughs> Fuck MySpace. Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes. At Basement Bookers. If you want to yell at me, I'm at Rich the Riz. If you want to yell at Jerry, it's at Basement Jer. Don't fucking yell at me, fuckers. <laughs> he, he likes to have his ego placated a little, so you can do some of that. Exclamation points, question marks, pound signs, or do you call it a hashtag now? Do they change? I think it's a hashtag. What did they call that squiggly little A before it was, before it was at? A? I have no idea, but... Did you know that in Israel they call it strudel? I heard that somewhere. Probably from me. Why? I guess because it looks like a dessert pastry. Did anyone ever use that thing before Twitter? An email? No, it was probably only used for coding, if anything. But I really don't even remember the days before email. And I'm old. At one point there was no email. I'm looking at my keys here, and I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, everything else has a name. Like, is, what about that that TP on the six? That's um greater than. No, 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 no. That's uh for like for a superscript. Like back in the days before there was uh um talking about was like, it the character map? Yes. Like if you wanted to make a superscript, like for example, two to two to the fifth power. You need to press. Like, yeah, you you put that, and then you put the five, and then it'll combine them together, make it a superscript. Whoa! All right. Or Fucking. as used in editing, to say insert something here. What's the squiggly? Which squiggly? The one right by the one. The little. Oh, that's used in Spanish. What's it called? You tell me. The accent. You are blessed. I think that's an accent. No, but like when you press it on the keyboard, it doesn't put it over it. It's just a, it's just there. Yeah. Oh, in math, it's used uh, at oh, not as approximately, but that's the two of them. I guess it's like approximately. All right, fuck that shit. On that fucking note, deuces. See you guys next time. Next we meet. I believe is the Hell in a Cell uh, preview podcast. Always one of my favorites. Yes. We'll try to get some more right this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just remember, uh, drink your milk, say your prayers, fucking vitamins, fucking feather boa and pythons. What you gonna do? Boas and pythons. And! Did you know Superstar Billy Graham was the first one to do the ear cupping? Really? And using the words brother and... 
pythons and did, promos. I didn't know all that. Did you know that our listeners should check out all those RKO vines? Yes, I do. Support the RKO from nowhere. From out of nowhere. Later, guys. Follow the booker!